Hey, well, welcome along to this bonus sort of episode on the Crossroads podcast, which uh, really we're just setting up so that we can have a bit of a discussion around this the series that we've been running through at church for this reason. And so uh, we just want to discuss some of the intricacies of, as we've been going through the series, some highlights that we've been having, some thoughts that we've maybe not been able to fit into the sermons that we've had so far in the series. And so we're excited just to have a, have a conversation around that and and. Um, yeah, just toss around some ideas. And so uh, my name's Jake, and I'll kind of be hosting this conversation. Um, but with me, I've got, obviously, our lead pastor, Ruben Porter, and our young adults and discipleships pastor, Isaac Peterson. And so I thought just because this is the first episode, and, and we've got, um, obviously, a bunch of new people coming along to our our, um, our church at the moment, which is it's awesome to see. Um, I thought it would just be really valuable just to kind of go around, um, maybe introduce ourselves, tell us a little bit about our story, our family, um, how we got to be in here. And so I wonder, Isaac, do you just want to kick us off? And- yeah, man. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've been working here at Crossroads for the last five years um, and really enjoying being a part of this community. And um, yeah, I, I grew up in a Christian home um, and in my late teens had an encounter with God where um, I was just all in and have been ever since. And so we are here in the Crossroads community. Uh, it's myself, my wife, Tamara, and our two boys, Asher and Cohen. And um, yeah, just grateful to be a part of it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ruben. Yeah. Um, so we've just hit about just over eight years here at Crossroads. Um, we, I originally came here uh, from Northern Ireland. Yeah. And um, I came here as a young adult pastor. Uh, and then four years ago, uh, I became uh, the lead pastor and one of the elders at this church. And um, yeah, pretty similar to Isaac, actually. Grew up in a Christian home. Um, had a few years, at the end of my teenage years, where I walked away from God and got into pretty dark places. But um, I had this incredible encounter with God. And he, he brought me back. Mm. And, um, yeah, then I met Sarah a few years later. We got married. And, uh, next week is, um, uh, ne- we're going to be 10 years married, actually. So wow. that's quite exciting. And, um, we've got two kids, uh, Penelope and Maya. And, um, yeah, absolutely love being part of this community. And, um, yeah, it's a real privilege to be able to serve. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. And if you don't know me, I am, I'm Jake and, um, I've been here at Crossroads since 2017 as a part of the congregation. Um, but yeah, just come onto staff in, in the last year, um, and looking after our services and that, that sort of thing. Um, I guess my story is, is pretty stock standard, although, um, I know Ruben in one of our series, uh, in one of the messages of this series says, you know, don't discount your, your, your story. But yeah, yeah I, I, I grew up in a Christian home and I've been so blessed by that, that upbringing and, uh, and yeah, it's just been um, just continually growing and maturing in that faith. And so, um, yeah, I've just been really blessed by by that upbringing and um, yeah, to, to where it's gotten me now in, in, in ministry. So, Shall we crack into a conversation about this series, eh? Yeah, let's do it, yeah. Um, yeah, so for this reason... Um, we've been, we're tracking through Ephesians, the book of Ephesians as a church together. Um, I wonder, should we just start and talk about a little bit, um, how the series came about? What was your thinking behind it when you were designing it? What, what did that process look like? Do, do one of you want to speak to that? Yeah, 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 more than happy to. So yeah, for the last uh, year or so, there have been some questions we've been considering at Crossroads. Who am I spiritually inputting into and who's spiritually inputting into me? Who am I sharing God's love with and how am I serving? And this year, to help us equip us in those areas, we've been doing the way training 
all looking at um, how do I become a disciple maker who makes disciples, who makes disciples. And so that's been a big focus for us. And so um, we've been thinking about that, but we don't want the way training to just be this isolated thing where we only think about it when we're there. So we've been thinking about how do we incorporate its ideas and teachings church-wide. And so our teaching series have been a big part of that. And so as we were developing the teaching for this year, uh, I hit up Nick and Sarah who oversee the way training and said, hey, is there any books or anything that you would recommend we go through as a church to, to, um, um, you know, kind of complement the way training? And they said, well, you could go through the book of Acts. And I said, well, we already did that not too long ago. And they said, well, also the book of Ephesians. So, um, so yeah, we thought like, well, that'd be great. So we started looking into it. And, you know, Ephesians is all about, uh, what the gospel is and then how it impacts our lives. And, um, we're obviously all, all about the gospel. So, um, yeah, so we started developing that and we've been leaning into that for the series and it's been beautiful. Yeah, it really has. And I'm really glad we went with Ephesians. We've already worked through 20-something chapters of Acts, and the the idea of having six chapters to work through as a church is quite exciting for a change. And um, yeah, and the book of Ephesians is, is such a beautiful book, right? It's a it's a letter that Paul has written to a church um, to to share some encouragement to, and and the the the, the dialogue that Paul has given to them, we can just translate back into our community mm. so well, and it fits so well in the modern day church. And, um, yeah, it's an excellent books to teach from, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. And, and from a personal view, I, I don't know if, if you guys would back this up, but where our church has been, been heading, and we, you know, we were in the present series earlier on in this year. Um, and I felt like for, at least for me personally, and, and maybe you would widen that to our church, I felt like that was a, almost a turning point or at least a period of growth for us, right, yeah. where we've really expanded our view of, hey, what does it look like for a church to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. And um, and I've felt like it's been really cool to to be in that present series and now moving into Ephesians where there's this really practical stuff of, of, of Paul saying to the church, hey, this is how we should be operating now mm-hmm. that we're made new through Christ. Is, is that kind of part of the process of, of, of how the series came about as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think like for a long time, you know, Crossroads has possibly been known for a church that's really good on Bible teaching, really mm-hmm. strong on Bible teaching. You know, we take the Bible very serious. We, we love the word, uh, and we want to really continue to do that. Um, there, there's been a, there's been moments of like, you know, us touching on God's spirit and, and what it means to be in his presence and, and uh, to, to, to take time to really like to dive into that. It was important, of course, but I never expected the outcome mm. from it. And I think it's my faith was a bit weak at that time where I was like, oh, this will be a good series, but I don't know how it's going to fly. Like, I don't know how it's going to go in our church. Mm. And, and honestly, I think like, you know, personally, at the end of last year it was a bit crazy. Things were tight. Um, I was off for a period of time and I had to go quickly back to Ireland mm. as a family. Uh, and then I came back and we were in this presence series and I just came back to church and I was like, whoa, what, what's happening at Crossroads? It's just <laughs> unbelievable the feeling and the experience that you have. Um, and then, and then there's changes, there's changes within our community. There's people coming in, like you said, there's new people at Crossroads, uh, people who had been at Crossroads maybe eight, ten years ago, and then they come back and they go, wow, like there's a real difference. And, and I really put it down to like, we were truly seeking God's presence. Yeah. Like we really wanted to be in the presence of God in a real way. That series was such a beautiful way to start the year to go, hey guys, this is what we need. You know, we understand God's word. We want to keep learning from God's word. But as we need his presence, we need God's presence to move forward. And I feel like that series just set us up 
so beautifully for this year, which led into like we had the Valley series straight after we had Equip at Night Church, and and then beautifully into for this reason. So I think it's been hugely, hugely important. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think it was a significant series for us, and I think what's really cool is, as I said a moment ago, like you know we obviously are passionate about the gospel, and Crossroads always has been. But I think what's been interesting is we did that present series, and then we've come to Ephesians, um, which is all about the gospel, and there just seems to be a renewed excitement for the good news of Jesus um, in sort of a fresh way that we're just so excited to be in God's presence. We're so excited for what he's doing and it's because of his good news. And so we're excited about his good news and we want to go take it to other people so they can experience what we've experienced. So yeah, I think the present series did play a big part in the value of this series. Yeah. And just one more thing as well. Last year we had these moments where um, we teach throughout the year and obviously Isaac and I teach for a bit here at Crossroads. Um, but it seemed to me that I got the Great Commission about maybe four or five times last year, uh, and Isaac got the John 3.16 gospel style of yeah. preaching, and it was sort of teeing up, like, man, we've talked about this a lot. Um, and then sometimes you'd hear, it's like, oh, it's really good to hear the gospel message, and we're like, man, we've just preached this like four or five times in a row. Um, but it all led into like how we've come to this year. I think it actually prepared us for this year yeah. um, so much more because we were recognizing that the Great Commission is so, so important. And if we lose sight of that, mm. we're, we're lost as a church. Mm. Like we're here, we're, we're here to make disciples. We're here to see people come to faith. And um, I just think that's all like being part of this, I don't know, Holy Spirit just like preparing us for, for this year. And I, I see it as really, really significant. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, you know, we might talk a little bit later on about uh, where we're hidden as a church in the series that will be hidden into um after this and, and, and following kind of some of our way training as well with being everyday missionaries and, and feeding into that great commission. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's been really cool to see, you know, we've, we've been in the present series that's been equipping us to say like, Hey, like, let's just get in the presence of God. Let's just be filled by the spirit. Um, and, and then now we're in sort of for this reason. And, and that's been, um, yeah, really just equipping us practically. And then everyday missionaries, I mean, that's, that's just getting out there and doing it right. And <laughs> so I, I'm so excited about where we're heading as a church and, and where these series have been taking us. Um, you tapped into a little bit of, of um, you know, Great Commission, Gospel Message. Um, shall we well, shall we start talking about the series? And, and we should just make a disclaimer here that um, we are filming this before the series has ended. So if you're screaming at us saying, hey, you're missing some really important stuff here, <laughs> that's because uh, we, we haven't seen the last few messages of the series yet. And so there could be something groundbreaking that we're not covering, and we're sorry about that. Um, but hey, we kicked off the, the series, and Ruben, you started us off, and that was a gospel message, right? You are chosen, redeemed, yeah. sealed. What a message to start on. Um, do you, can you just jump on that for a second? Yeah, like, um, again, I think that was my first message from coming from back from Ireland, coming True. in to, to preach. And, and um, you know, Isaac did some incredible work while I was away. So thanks to Isaac for all the hard work he put into that. Um, but we kicked off the series. And, and, yeah, the first one was we receive an inheritance, um, <sighs> looking at um, chosen by the Father, redeemed by the Son, and sealed by the Spirit. And, um, it was just a really, for me, I've, the first few messages that I give in this series was just like dripped in gospel message. Mm. Like it was just so, so apparent that we were like sharing the good news of Jesus. Um, and actually that, that, that service was probably 
one of the most amazing services I've ever been part of in my yeah. whole time pastoring. Um, we had uh, a baptism that night. Um, Isaac is smiling already. But we were at a baptism that night, and someone just quoted, you know, I've been chosen, redeemed, uh, and sealed by the Spirit. And then someone offered, you know, we've got an open tank. You know, you want to, you want to, you want to be baptized. You want to take the next step. Um, and yeah, someone responded and we got to baptize them. So, someone there and then. And honestly, it felt like, wow, if this is the first yeah. message in our series, the series yeah. is going to be off the charts. And, and it was in the sense that God's spirit was just like moving in such a, a real way. And it was just so plain to see that people just loved hearing yeah. that it's so simple. And that I can tell my friends about the good news of Jesus and I can impact their lives through sharing the gospel of Jesus. And yeah, I was honestly blown away. I still remember, I still remember the buzz around church oh. that night. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't know, we go to McDonald's after the night service and <laughs> Do we? the place was absolutely packed. Yeah. Um, people didn't want to leave. It's, yeah. you know, it was just so good, right? It was a, it was night in the presence, but just to see the gospel at work, to see those two baptisms, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, so cool. Yeah, so. unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, so I think like as a way of kicking off the series, it was, you know, um, like obviously we're just taking off what Paul had already written to the mm. church, right? So we're just, <laughs> we're just preaching the passage. So thanks to Paul and the church. Um, but it, it just started the series so well and, and, and then it flows out of that, you know, and then leading into the, I don't want to jump into Isaac's sermon, but the next message was, you know, praying for wisdom and understanding, which Whoa. is like, wow, like this just follows this perfectly. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, the, se- the series started well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think it was real cool. Um, and, and, and it has been really powerful. I don't know about you guys, but, um, I have, I have found that though the series has been really powerful, it's actually personally been quite a hard series to write sermons for. I don't know if you've, you've felt the same. Um, but I, I love to write sermons and um, I think often people would consider the New Testament letters to be the easiest ones to write sermons for because Paul's sort of like, this is, here's the truth and here's what we do with it. Um, but as I've written sermons for the series, every time I write a sermon and then I pretty much rewrite that sermon and sometimes have even rewrote it for a third time. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know exactly what it is or, or why that is, but um, I think you know, Paul, he has some real incredible things to talk about. Like he's, you know, he talks about wisdom and understanding or that we're part of God's plan or that we live holy lives. But in those passages, he has so much to say about those specific things that at first when I write a sermon on it, it just turns into commentary because I'm like, well, there's this and then there's that. And then you also do that. And then I realized I'm like, ah, this actually, yeah, it's just a commentary on the verse that Paul has to say. (laughs) And, and because I love to stick so close to the scripture, I have to then like sort of pull myself back a little bit and, and be like, but what is the big idea here? And what is the one thing people can do with it? And so, uh, though it's been beautiful, um, I've actually found it really challenging in terms of putting something together that's cohesive. And, um, yeah, so that's been quite interesting because I, yeah, as I put together, helped put together the series, I sort of thought, oh, this will be super straightforward. And it hasn't been, but, um, but it's paid off. But yeah, I don't know. What have you guys found? Yeah. It's funny you say that, like, cause I, you know, one of my responsibilities in the teaching is like to help choose the right people to pick to speak each week. And, and I don't know if I completely shortchanged you, but it seems to be your passages were, were one of those passages where it just didn't flow. Maybe just like how the rest of our passages <laughs> flowed. Um, you know, and we've been trying different things in the services. You know, sometimes we read the passage out of the back of worship and it just flows really well, you know, but that's only happened once for you in this series so far. Yeah. Um, 
And I think, yeah, I've, I find the first half of the series, you know, because obviously Ephesians is split up into two parts. And the first half is about sharing the gospel. The second half is about how the church then live that out and share that with other people. Um, and for, for me, the, the, the first um, few messages that I did in Ephesians, I found, man, this is really easy to share the message. But I really struggled with like, okay, what's the application? Like, what do we actually take away from these passages what more than doing on Monday. Well, yeah, exactly. What happens tomorrow? You know, mm. like you know, I've just heard this message on a Sunday. What I do with this tomorrow? But it was more like um, I felt that we just end up like inspiring people around the gospel, and people yeah. were like, you know, it's just really refreshing to hear this. You know, oh yeah, this is what I understand to be good news. Um, which in uh, turn has set us up perfectly for for the second half of this book, right? right. Which is super applicational. Mm. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and that's and that's and that's been the the benefit. And we are now, you know, um, almost almost through the into the second half quite well. And and um, yeah, it's it's definitely been easier to have like application points and going out quickly. This is what we can move on to. This is what we can apply to our our day to day lives. Mm. Game of two halves, eh? But um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I um, I just you know, Ruben was saying you felt like you maybe got a little bit shortchanged. I got completely humbled with my passage because <laughs> I honestly I, I saw it and and I think oh, it was Ruben the week before me and it was it seemed like a gospel message and then I had Sam Genos after me and he was um you know take off the old self put on the new self and you know which is one of just my favourite passages of all time. And I got the churches united, and don't shoot me down, but I kind of thought, oh man, like everybody knows that the church should be united. Of course they should be. Um, and I was like, what am I going to say about for for thirty minutes on that? But man, my heart was just broken. I, mm-hmm. it, it was incredible, just the passion that God gave me for that message. Just man, we are called to love this church and the body sure. of Christ. And um, yeah, just just speaking on that, I was just so humbled by my attitude going in, into it. Um, and then how and then how God just gave me that passion for that message, but um, yeah, it's cool how God works in that way. Yeah, and on that though, like I think you know that was one of the passages you maybe looked at and go, ah, oh, this will be a really straightforward preach, right? Yeah. And then you get into it and go, like, well, yeah, the church should be united, but it actually there's a whole lot of undertones that go behind that. You go, yeah. all right, what what what's the issue? Like, why isn't the church united? And then you think about it, and and I thought you did brilliant, like mm. the way you brought out the whole idea of like unforgiveness and. Mm. And how we need to look at that, and we need to think at ourselves. We can look at ourselves. Is there parts of our lives that we haven't addressed? And yeah, and I think that's what's happened throughout throughout this series. As much as some of it's been straightforward, some of it's been more difficult. There's been these moments where you just like pause and think, "Gosh, like I just feel like I'm being ministered to in this yeah. so so much." Yeah. And yes, we get the absolute privilege to open up God's word, but half the time it's just like I just feel like God's speaking to me <laughs> right throughout these messages that we're preaching. And um, yeah, I think you did that. You did an incredible job with that. Um, that, 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 that sermon. Do we uh, do we want to talk about some standout points? What what's really stuck in our mind thus far in the in the series, and and some of those take home points that maybe we could just expand a little bit more on than 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 we have in our sermons. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to. Um sort of um be sort of self-inflating but um what i spoke on wisdom and understanding that's something that i've like thought about and prayed about for a long time um but when i then spoke on it it sort of gave me a bit of kick in the butt to be like you have to take this more seriously because you've you've literally called <laughs> you don't everybody know how to many it. conversations i've been in since bro, uh, where it's just been like i've quoted oh, it so many didn't times pray for wisdom yeah, this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah so for me that stuck with me because i'll say something or do something and i'm like ah 
I should have said that yeah. that wasn't wise. And it's like, yeah, I can't be calling people to this if I'm not doing it myself. So I've been thinking about it a lot because I've tried to, I've called people to it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, like I think there's, I think there's been many ones. I, th- I actually genuinely think that moment we had, um, last week with Sam where he talked about, you know, sometimes we compromise, we make that distance between what God has got for us mm. and what we want. Um, and, and we keep moving it back until we get comfortable. I think that was like hugely profound the way he mm. put that across. I thought it was a hu- brilliant example of, of teaching that passage. I, I think what you had to say about the church and, and we know we've had a kingdom night recently where we spent time praying for unity within the church. You know, in this day and age, it's, it's hard to be a church at times. It's not always straightforward so that we can't underestimate the, the need for prayer for unity in the church. Um, you know, and there's been multiple, multiple parts of that. I, I think like, um, we've, we've heard people say that they're feeling more confident to share the gospel. We've seen people come to faith, right? Yeah. And that's what we're all about. We're all about Absolutely. people coming to faith. We've had people respond to the gospel in the last sort of four or five weeks that have never been, uh, never encountered God before. We've had people who've been in the church for a long time since their kids decided to make a t- uh, decision to follow Jesus. We've had people be baptized. We've got more people looking to be baptized. So in that, in that sense, like everything that God has used in those whatever many weeks we're into it now, um, is all led to what we feel like the church should be doing and what we should be doing as a church. Mm-hmm. So for me, like there's like, there's been moments of standout, but actually the life's being transformed. Like we can't get much better than that. Like that's just what we're here for. And, um, to hear that from young people, from people who've been in uh, church maybe one or two times is just unbelievable. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And yeah, Jake, your, your message was so timely, man, when, when you shared about that and you talked about uniting the church and that we're called to love the church, even though the church may have hurt us. Man, I just felt like as you were speaking, it just felt like that God had given you that message for our community at this time. Cause I recognize there's many people in our community who have been through church hurt and, um, are working through that. And it just mm. felt like it didn't feel like a pointed thing that you were like, Oh, I need to speak to this because this is a reality for some people. It was just felt like God gave it to you and we needed to hear it. And, um, yeah, I felt like it was just a really cool moment of just, it was so clear that God was caring for our church and giving us what we needed in that moment. So yeah, man, it was, that was fantastic. Yeah. And I felt, I felt like, um, you know, obviously the, the overall picture was the unity within the church, but it, the message for me that, that broke my heart was actually we need to take this, t- like, we need to examine ourselves first and say, hey, what am I holding on to that is, is then affecting me building the church and, and, and being a part of the unity of that body? Right, right. Um, and I was just broken by that message mm. and, and so grateful to get to share from it. I was going to say that wisdom and understanding for me was, has been a major just, stuck in my mind. I think I said it in my message. It's just, um, you know, there are so many times and uh, that I just, I just refer back to that and say, Hey, I need to be praying for this because, mm. you know, I, we all come up against situations in our lives that just we're out of, out of, out of our depth and we're only there by the grace of God. So we need to ask for his strength to get through it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it, you know, you said you were struggling with application, but for me, that's been that's been the application of this series has just mm-hmm. been um you know morning after morning just waking up and saying god you know i need your wisdom i need your mm-hmm. understanding um whether it be news that i'm receiving whether it be um you know a situation that i'm facing that i'm having to deal with conversations i'm having to have i have got to constantly rely on that and um i i just love that that you, you got to bring that up um i was on my on the phone to one of my parents the other day and they were uh it was just before I was about to speak, and they said, "Jake, like, 
man, the Spirit must be doing something in your life because when you come down and visit us, like, you don't have the wisdom that you seem to have up on the stage. <laughs> which, which really spoke to, spoke to the fact that, man, I've got to keep praying for that. And, uh, and that's such an important message, right? Yeah, another one I think that was really standout was um, the, the, the message we had on uh, spiritual growth where Scotty shared his testimony, yeah. right? Like, uh, yeah, like we're obviously trying different things of getting testimonies out there, sharing people's stories. Um, but how a, a testimony fits so well, you know, to see someone really truly transformed um, and seeking that spiritual growth in their life was mm. was really powerful. Mm. Um, and it's been talked about multiple times since. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be another one that that really that really stood out. Which was, was cool. Um, and we've got a few to go right. And there's there's yeah. you know we've got one coming up on uh, holiness. We've got one coming up on how our f- families reflect Christ and. Um, and the, the the last part of the the, the series is on um, the armor of God, mm. um, and um, yeah, it's exciting. Mm. It's really exciting. So exciting. Craig McGregor's was another one that stood out to me. You know, we are one people. Yeah. Um, and I I I I, I kind of gained a lot from that as I was preparing for my message. Um, mm. You know, Jesus tore down those walls, and um, praise God for that, right? Yeah. Um, but I think we can so often start to build those walls back up sure. and, and so many different areas of our lives. Yeah. Um, and so um, really encouraging to think about that as well. Yeah. Is there anything we in the series that we weren't expecting as we, as we were studying the passages? Yeah, I was just actually thinking about that. I was, I was like, because my mind's doing a bit of a blank of actually which series you know which sermons we've been through in the sense but they all come back as we just have this dialogue but i think for me sometimes what happens is we create these titles for our for our sermons and then you look at the passage and you go oh man like you know i i thought the sermon was going to go in one direction and it goes in a complete different direction um and i think that that week of the the sermon where we pray for spiritual growth for me was something like oh i cannot wait to talk about this you know how we grow as christians but again, it was actually just a reminder of, of the gospel again and, and, and probably quite different to what I expected right. that sermon was going to look like. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you found that in any of your, any of your messages. Yeah, no, I, I definitely have. I think, um, I think it's been more for me of like, wow, there's way more in here. So like, yeah, right. like we live holy lives. I'm like, okay, like, you know, what is holiness? How do we live it? But then when getting into it, I'm like, actually there's, there's heaps more in here than just answering those two questions or if I'm just answering those two questions how do I fit all of this in there so I think um, that's been like a bit of a challenge for me as well um, and I, I think um, the thing that's really stood out for me uh, which sounds sort of silly but um, I knew that this series was going to be really centered on the good news of Jesus um, and, you know, we've talked about the good news of Jesus lots of times, so I think I just sort of had in my head what I would expect from that and even sort of thought, oh, will people get tired of us talking about it this much? Um, but, like, the series has just felt different in that, like, people are really excited for how we're talking about the good news of Jesus. Yeah. They're enthusiastic about it. And I think um, I think it's kind of similar to the present series. Like, um, you know, when we were going to get into the present series, it was like, will this actually be helpful to people? Will it sort of be off-putting? Will mm. it be too broad or will it make sense? But then like the Spirit of God was just in it and it made it so powerful. And then I think it's the same with this one. It's like, will this just be too much of talking about the gospel? Will People be like, yeah, I've heard all this before, but then God like just kind of came in and empowered it, and it was just like, man, 
the good news is so good and yeah. everybody is so ex- yeah. excited about it um, that that's been like a real cool thing. I think, you know, when we're often preparing a sermon series, it's it's hard to imagine what the Holy Spirit's going to do in it. So I often imagine the series playing out just from my sort of, from my flesh, from my human perspective of like, yeah, you know, this might be helpful and that might be helpful. But then when you actually do it and the spirit is involved, it just sort of just takes it to a whole nother level and um, yeah. brings out a whole bunch of stuff that just wasn't there when I was, when we were working on putting it together. Yeah. And, and I think like, you know, you know, we have a dream here, a dream disc, a vision that we talk about regularly. We have those three questions that we ponder. And I think this series is just like um, drawn out every one of those mm-hmm. in, a, in a separate way, you know, who am I receiving spiritual input in? We've had talk of, you know, testimony and how that, that person's impacted my life that made me want to then follow Jesus, you know, sharing, sharing God's love. Man, we talked about that so much. We want to keep doing that. Uh, and then moments for us to share, um, serving that as well. So I think, I think this series has just been one that's, it's been so central to who we are as a, as a community, mm. who we want to be as a, like a leadership. We set this, this vision. This is who we want to be. Uh, and I feel like this has been a, a true example of that as a, as a church community. Mm. Yeah, I um just thinking about what you were saying, Isaac, about um, you know, this has been an eleven a week series. That's that's a big series for us here mm. at church and I suppose coming at it from my lens of, of communications and just even just you know, the trying to foster that vision of the church and keep momentum going. Um I was looking at an eleven week series and going, Man, I hope we can hope we can keep this fresh and obviously <laughs> <laughs> Paul is an incredible writer and he is he's given us fresh content every week, which is great. Um but uh, you know, how cool how God has just surprised us and in, in mm. the ways that he's spoken things that even we we didn't even see coming like, out mm, of these yeah. messages and um Man, it's just been cool to be a part of that. Yeah, and I think longevity in this series has actually been helpful, right? Because yeah. a lot of time you can do a series and you just think, man, that was over far too fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could have spent so much more time in that. Yeah. Um, and even, even in this book of Ephesians, we probably could have broken the passages down even further. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I actually really enjoy like a longer series just to spend time really soaking in something. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we did it, um, did we do Peter, wasn't it? Um, just out of the back of, um, lockdowns and stuff. We did it for a period of time and people just really enjoyed the fact that we spent a lot of time in a book, you yeah. know, studying a book together. Um, it's, it's, it's really good. Really mm. good. Like we've probably all read, um, Ephesians quite a few times, but, um, to really take it verse by verse is, is just really powerful. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of connect groups have enjoyed going through the, yeah. the book at the same time and that's mm. been really helpful for them. Yeah. Um, you, you kind of mentioned that we've, um, you could have even broken those passages down even further. Uh, that makes me wonder, like, are there, are there maybe parts of your passages that you you maybe didn't address as much as you thought you could have, or like if you'd, you'd had more time, like what, is is there anything that hey, like man, I would love to address that that we could? Yeah, I think at, like at this moment, I'm still working on um, my sermon on we live holy lives, and um, yeah, Paul sort of hits a whole bunch of different things of like well unholiness uh, holiness is not this or that or that or that instead it's this and it's not this or that it's this instead um and so what i've tried to do is sort of draw out the big ideas of each of like why has paul grouped these things together um do they have anything in common what's the big idea there what's the big idea here but it would be have been cool in some ways i guess to dive deeper into the specific um areas that he brings up um but at the same time i guess if we'd done that then oh, 
pretty quickly holiness can become a, a big list of like, well, I'm yeah. holy because I don't yeah. do all of these things. So maybe it wouldn't have been helpful to, but um, yeah, there are definitely like sections into my passages where I'm like, we're just not going to, re- we're just, we're going to obviously read it, but we won't be able to sit in that. We'll just have to go from here to here. Um, so yeah, I think it would be, it almost would be cool to re-listen to the messages, reread the passages and be like, what parts did we not get to cover? Yeah. 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 I think for me, like, um, so we've, preached the passages verse by verse we've looked at the whole book mm. um and that's 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 brilliant right we really enjoy doing that um but it almost feels like sometimes you just need to do like a, a review of the author um you know like paul's sitting in a pretty heavy spot at this point mm, in right. his journey right he's in chains yeah writing this passage yeah you could do a whole sermon on that yeah like mm-hmm. just looking at the character of paul and and where he was at when he wrote he was writing to the church and um because we've been working through and learning from what Paul's teaching us, we've, you know, you don't have to even take a moment just to appreciate the fact that where this was written and how, mm-hmm. how it was written and who it was written for. Um, and we tried to touch on that in the very first, you know, I, I kicked off the series and explained, you know, a bit about where, who it was written to and what it was about. And I think it was actually recapped for maybe the first four weeks. We all just like wanted to let people know that this was what it was about. But like Paul's journey, we've, we've, we've studied Paul before in, in previous sermons. But I could share his story and talk about his story so many times because I just love what yeah. God did in his heart, like the, his encounter with the Holy Spirit. And here we have a guy who used to, like, you know, um, persecute Christians to, to, to death, right? To someone who's written pretty much <laughs> most of the New Testament, sitting in chains, writing, trying to encourage a church. Like, I mean, there's a whole sermon on that in itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I just like thinking about that. Yeah. And then, you know, my passage started with as a, as a prisoner. Yeah. Um, you know, and I urge you, brothers and sisters, to, to live in unity and, yeah. and, um, and live a life worthy of the, of your calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and it makes me think, you know, like when we put that lens of actually what Paul's situation was as he was writing these things to us, it, it creates a whole different passage Doesn't when it? we look at it through that light. And, mm-hmm. and we can be amazed at what he was doing in chains. But then, we look at our own situations and, and the relative freedom that we have in New Zealand to be spreading the gospel. Yeah. And, and, it, and it, that's a whole other message in itself. It's like, hey, you know, like live a life worthy of your calling. Like, yeah. um, y- y- we're relatively free to share the gospel in New Zealand. I know that persecution is becoming greater in the Western world and we need to keep praying for that and praying for the church in these times. But hey, like, we, we have, we have this freedom to, to spread the gospel and, and what are we doing with that? Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's something that really um, touches on chapter 6 when we get to yeah. the point where we're praying against the, the evil spirits of this world. We're praying against the devil and, his, and, and the actions of what he does, and we need to embrace ourselves and put all the full, full armor of God as we, as, we, as we move forward as a church. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that'll be great to, to finish that way, to recognize yeah. that this is where the series comes to the conclusion of this. Um, but yeah, we, we totally are, and we have a major freedom. Um, but it, it, it looks like a shifting, right? And there's, there's possibilities of that changing. Um, but yeah, reflecting on the author sometimes is just, I don't know, yeah. it's just good, eh? Mm-hmm. It's good. I may be stating the obvious here, but one of the things in, in my passage, but then we've also seen it in, in Isaac's praying for wisdom and understanding, um, you know, is, is I feel like prayer has been a massive undertone. This book isn't just hasn't just been like, hey, go out and do this. It's like get on your knees and 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 pray for this. Like yeah. pray for the church, pray for wisdom and understanding. Pray, like you know, like pray as as persecution comes up against you, get on your knees and pray, and then go out and do it. Like yeah. um, for me, that's been a massive thing that 
um, has come out of this series. Yeah, um, and, and we saw that in one of the, the sermons that we mm. preached, and Paul starts off as the prayer for the church, what's yeah. he say? And he, I kneel before the Lord, yeah. um, and he encourages us to get to our knees as we pray. So uh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Um, Ruby, do you want to speak a little bit about uh, where we're heading in? So we're, we're finishing up this 11-week series. Um, yeah. We're heading into everyday missionaries. Uh, where are we positioned? What's ahead? Yeah, so, so we are, we've done one of the way trainings this year. We're about to go into the second one, um, which is you know, us looking again further at disciples making disciples and what that looks like. Um, but our next series is, is called Everyday Missionaries. Um, which is an opportunity for us to look at, um, first and foremost, how to become a follower of Jesus and what that looks like. Um, and then we're looking at a couple of examples of, of people coming to faith in Scripture, um, one being the, the woman at the well, um, where she has this incredible encounter with Jesus. Um, and, and, you know, often we look at that story and we think to ourselves, oh, like, yeah, but that was Jesus, right? Yeah. So that's going to be easy for him to have someone come to Christ. But I actually think Jesus gives us really good examples of how we as a, like, as, as people right. can, can lead people to Christ. Then we have the, the beautiful story of Philip and the eunuch and, um, how again the Holy Spirit, um, impacts him and he is reading scripture and then he meets, um, Philip and, and, and he changes his life completely and gets baptized there and then, which is just, incredible story um and then we wrap it up with like you going okay what does this mean to us you know this life that we have here is is temporary um this isn't the end goal we've got we we we're heaven bound um but what are what are we what are we going to do while we're here so we're going to pursue sharing the good news of jesus as much as we absolutely can um so to make it really understandable for people to hey look around this community if you're a follower of jesus you're a missionary yeah. You know, you, you, your job is to share the good news of Jesus. It is absolutely everybody's responsibility yeah. who's a follower of Jesus to share the good news of Jesus. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what that next series is, is looking at. Eh? That's sort of the recap on it. Yeah. But what it means for us here in Pami, eh? do you want to touch on that as well? Yeah, well, you know, like, yeah, we've just spent so much time talking about the gospel. So we want to move into a place where we then talk about, well, how do you go yeah. share it? Yeah. Um, and we want to equip you in that. And yeah, we want to be thinking about sharing that good news here in Palmerston North. I think often when we think about doing mission work, we think of somebody far away doing it somewhere else, um, and we're happy to support that. Um, but yeah, the Great Commission is for all of us. We're all called to missional living. And so, yeah, what does it look like for us to live missionally right here in Palmy? And um, with that complementing what we're talking about in the way training and how you organically do that and share the gospel with people that you build relationships with. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to to see what comes of it because we're not really looking to do this to then say, and hey, out of the back of this, we're starting this new program and this new program is going to help you um, bring people to share the gospel with. It's more about, hey, out of the back of this, you now as an individual mm. are going to go share the gospel yeah. with your colleagues, with your friends, with your family, whoever it is, somebody maybe random that you meet on the street. Sure. But, um, and if each of us are doing that, uh, it'll have such a huge impact for this kingdom and make a big difference um, for this church as well. If we're all sharing the good news of Jesus and then those people come to know Jesus and we invite them then into this community, um, I think that's just such a cool way to evangelize and such a cool way to build the church rather than we'll put on this program and hopefully some people will come along and, and then they can be a part of the church. And there's nothing wrong with programs, but um, yeah, there's just something so beautiful about that um, sort of organic relationship of people coming to know faith because they know you and then you inviting them into your community so yeah. yeah that's what i'm excited for out of the back of this one yeah yeah amazing 
Like I think like as well, like you know, we have we have amazing programs that do that too, right? Mm. We've got an alpha course yeah. coming up here at church, which is a co- cool opportunity for people to invite their friends who are not Christians to come along to. Mm. Um, but wouldn't it be amazing if we didn't need those tools? Mm. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could just go, hey, we actually don't need Alpha because we're so equipped as a community here to share the gospel of Jesus that we know exactly how to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think like it's no shame in that. I think I don't want to, I'm not trying to shame the church going, yeah. hey, we, we're not good enough at sharing the gospel. That's, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that we want to be more equipped so that we can be comfortable yeah. to do that. That's just a beautiful picture of the, the, the church. If we can, if we can get to that point where it's, it's so organic. It's just so natural for us to share the love of Jesus. And I just don't mean like just being friends with someone. I mean actually sharing them like this is what Jesus can do for you and this is what he's done for you. Like mm-hmm. imagine we get to that point uh, and it's not a matter of like, you know, oh, can someone else do it for me? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we get to the point where we're going, you know, actually, you know what? I've got a testimony to share. I've got a story to share. Jesus has impacted my life and this is what he can do for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would just be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And the exciting thing is, right, this isn't just we're starting from scratch. This is we're building on um, mm. incredible things that are already happening in our, in our church body. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the baptisms were, were one testimony of that. We had Scotty's um, testimony, which was really cool to see. Um, we've got another testimony coming up, and we've got a baptism happening this Sunday as we're yeah. recording, and then another one coming up. And, <laughs> man, exciting things are happening in our church. And, and so, yeah, this is by no means we're starting from scratch. This is like, hey, let's just get the ball rolling. Let's get, you know, what's the saying? White hot faith to just yeah. go and spread the gospel um, and and affect our our city in a major way Um, so I'm so so excited about it Um, yeah but hey is there is there anything else we want to discuss before we sort of break or no well this has been a really valuable conversation to have and um, I'm I've been really appreciative to be a part of it and um, yeah I wonder Isaac do you just want to pray for us as we as we close up the podcast yeah yeah Lord we um, first of all uh, we just want to give you glory and just say that um, and recognize that all of the good things that have happened as we've made our way through the book of Ephesians have been because of you. Yeah. Um, any part that has surprised us has usually been because you have moved and um, and you have changed lives, and we are so, so grateful for that. And, yeah, Lord, we um, don't want to just do these things and look at these um books of the Bible to say, oh, isn't that nice, but to continually build momentum towards just enthusiasm around your good news, excitement for your good news, and not to keep it to ourselves, but to go out and to share it, Lord. So we pray that you would bless that. We believe it is a good thing, and we know that you're a good God who wants good things for us. So we just ask that you would uh, continue to bless us in that way. Use us in mighty ways for your kingdom, Lord. May Crossroads just be a place where uh, your kingdom is so apparent here on earth. And um, so, yeah, we give uh, all that we do into your hands we give our church into your hands lord and and we just pray these things in your name we thank you that you love us amen amen, amen. oh thanks boys um hey if you are watching this uh or listening to this we'd encourage you to just go and uh hit follow on on whatever platform you're on um we know that there are so many people engaged with um with the content that we put out at crossroads and our weekly services and uh on the podcast and and all of that um but we know that our, our actual fellowship is actually way below the people actually engaging with it so we'd love it if you would just come on follow um, us <laughs> follow um so that you can stay up to date and uh, and and you get all of the latest um as it comes out but yeah thanks boys and we'll catch you guys later awesome, thanks thank you